Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Insane in the membrane. Hello and welcome to another edition of your favourite podcast, Insane in the Membrane, with me, Rich Wilson. And this week, I'm joined by the mighty Hannah Bitchkovsky. How you doing? I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right, thanks to you. I'm good, thank you. I've been watching you the trailers. I know, I know. Oh, my uh, God. Who thought it? I know, I know. He literally, I've just picked, because I had to go out and pick something up, and I rushed back because I was doing this. And I got in, and I went, I've got to get changed, I've got to get changed, I've got to do the thing. And then I put this top on, and I picked it up, I went, all right, listen, I've got to go in a minute. And he just went, <laughs> and just oh. yacked. So I've had to put something else on. Here we are, here we are. Yeah, so he's doing all right, he's doing all right. He's only got one head, that's a surprise. At that's my age. good news. <laughs> I'm thrilled for you. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. You're expecting the worst. I didn't know what he was going to come out of, eight limbs, I don't know what it was at, what was going to happen, but... <laughs> Two eyes, but one behind each other. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah, classic. Yeah, playing with fire. But um, I was as I was saying, I've been watching the traitors. And oh yeah, the new one or the better yeah, one? Yeah, the new. I watched, so I saw yours, obviously, because you were in it. So I thought I'm going to have a look at that, see what's going yeah. on. And uh, I, I'm now watching this one. I, I can't. The pressure, the fucking pressure. There's no Honestly. pressure. It's loads of fun. Is it? Yeah, there's no yeah. pressure. The only pressure in the traitors is, I'm going to get fucking murdered because I don't want to leave. Ah, of course. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's the only such a good time. pressure. That's the only yeah. pressure. Other oh, than that, so it's loads of fun. Were you were you upset that you weren't a, uh, a traitor? Oh, I was, upset? I was outraged. <laughs> I have never been... So mad in all my fucking life. I was like, because I thought I was going to go in as a traitor. For some reason, I had. It, I think it must have been what someone said to me. But I was like, I'm going to be a traitor. This is going to be great. Because I, me and my mates always used to play um, Secret Hitler, which isn't as bad as it sounds. But it's a different version of, it's a bit like the traitors. Mm. And it was, I was so good at it that I was lying to my mates every time we played. And my friend Nick would be like, are you, are you actually... Not a, not a not a traitor this time, and I was like, no, I promise this time I'm not, and I'd get him every time. And I was so excited. I was like, I'm great at doing this. I can lie. I can manipulate. I'm going to be great. And then I didn't get that bloody tap on the shoulder. And I was raging because <laughs> I think it's really easy to be a traitor. I think it's a piece of piss. It is if you're. I don't know. It, it's. I think if you take it for what it is. It's a game. It's a game, and you've yeah. got you've got permission to yes. lie and cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And will forgive you for it. It is the it is the best role. <laughs> to sort of one this this latest one, and then there was Paul Paul Gorton, and mm. everybody was like, "What?" Like he was the hero, and then in one minute they were like, "Hang on a minute, I don't know." And then the next, and then when it got revealed that he was a traitor. And he t- and he took a bow and was like, "I'm a traitor," and everyone was like, "Fuck!" And it was like everyone was pleased. <laughs> Everyone's chuffed, even though it doesn't matter. Because yeah. my whole game plan was, I'm not going to look for him because right. then I'll just get murdered. So let some other knobhead do that, and I'm just yeah. going to sit back, have a crusty croissant on the breakfast table, <laughs> and just relax. <laughs> so that was. I, I, there's no point in getting rid of them. There's no point because they're just no. going to keep fucking recruiting. I think they've had about ten. 
already in this season. The ratio on that to faithfuls is outrageous. I no, I I think it's a piece of piss. I don't think it's hard at all. It was the well, that was it. It was the when I was watching it, and I'm like, I don't think. I, the thing is with me, I take it too seriously. And when I, it was only when I watched, it was something you said. You were in, it was in an interview that you did uh, recently. It was, a, it was a little uh, clipping, and it's, and you said it's just a game. You have got to just play it, just a game, or something like also, that. Also, like, I was you know, kind of. I certainly wasn't the oldest one there by any stretch. But I, I was the young. I wasn't. I was. I mean, how old? I was like thirty-two when I filmed it, mm. and. When you're when you're at that age, it's like oh fuck it, who who cares? Also, I know who I am. I know enough about myself to to yeah. not get kind of. And the younger ones, you could see them a bit like what's going on. Uh, but when you when you know yourself and you're kind of comfortable with who you are, it's a lot easier to go into something like that and be like fuck it, I'm just going to play the game. I mean, I went in it. Well, you know, because we've been friends yeah. for a while. You yeah. know that I wanted to I wanted to make the change to go to full-time comedy. And that was one of the main reasons I did it, because I thought, you know, a bit of exposure. Uh, Never expected to win it, but a bit of exposure. Um, And I got sacked because I wasn't allowed to go in and film. Oh, really? Is that what happened? You can't go and do it. So I was like, well, I'm going to quit then. So I was like, oh, shit, got to pay my bills. (laughs) So (laughs) that was was my reason for going in. And I was like, you know what? I could happily... And fuck some strangers over, no problem whatsoever. I mean, you do make bonds, of course. You made very quick bonds, but as a faithful, we were kind of okay to do that because we weren't lying to anyone. So as yeah, soon as yeah, I realised yeah. I was faithful, I was like, well, I can bond with people as much as I like. Um, but yeah, I think it's a piece of piss. <laughs> as long as you don't, don't get too cocky. When you get too cocky, it's all over. Well, it was that you said. Don't don't tell people stuff. Don't, don't keep telling them. What you're gonna do, or whatever it was, you know. People yeah. coming round, going, "Oh well, listen, I'm very observant," and you're like, <laughs> "That's not a trait they want." <laughs> no, they don't want that. <laughs> Even though you're not, because you made all the wrong decisions. Yeah, <laughs> that's not something that they want. <laughs> right, it anyway. is funny. It's funny. There's a guy jazz on this one. I don't know if you've seen any of it, but jazz he's... is brilliant. Oh my god, I love it when he keeps he keeps having these big speeches about what he thinks and he's always wrong he's like the terrible no, he's right. jazz is right no, no jazz jazz there was one the other day he was talking about three people i think one of them was right but the others he was so off no he got <laughs> paul he's got harry right he's the only one that's expecting harry jazz is brilliant i messaged him i was like you better fucking get you better fucking sort this job <laughs> <laughs> ah. i know i'm harry's, harry's no, no, a blinder Oh, well, no, again, he's fucked up, in my opinion. He's oh, really? Because when he was going for Paul, this is just turned into a traitor's podcast, isn't it, now? When he was going <laughs> we'll Paul, get to the other stuff. We'll get to the other stuff. When he was going for Paul, he was like, oh, and here's another reason, here's another reason, here's another And let me tell you, when you're in that game, as much yeah. fun as it is, you can't remember one thing from one day to the next. Oh, really? Because your head is so full of shit, and you don't mm. know, and you don't have any of the information. I, if I was there, I'd be like, how the fuck are you? You're reeling this off like you know exactly what's going on in the game. And that's what a traitor does. They know they have all the information. So oh, I think course, he went a bit yeah. too hard for me. Ah. Mark no words. But at first, because <laughs> I'm doing a column for the Radio Times every week about the episode, so I had to watch it. At first, mm. I was like, burn that fucking castle down. I don't <laughs> want anyone else in that castle. Unless I'm there. Burn it down to the ground. That's it. It must be hard because you've had such a good time there. And now you're watching, watching Andrew people. in my chair. I'm like, get out of my chair! <laughs> and is there that you know, in the morning when they come down for breakfast, that bit... Yeah. Is that you like? Oh, who's gonna, who's who's not going to come down? I remember someone coming into me because every morning you just filled with utter dread at the idea that you might. I, I just, so, I was having such fun that that yeah. was the only bit that was hard was being yeah. like, am I, am I murdered? And I remember someone pulling me in for maybe like a you know to go to the diary room or something, and I was like, no, I'm not fucking going. I'm not going. I'm not going. 
I'm, I'm not going. I'm not coming with you. They were like, you've got to come in. I was like, no, I'm not. No, you get fucked. No, I am not getting murdered. No. I mean, all it was was just a chat. There was no, I wasn't murdered, mm. obviously. But I was like, no, I'm not coming with you. There's no way. You can tell them traitors. They can shove it up their arse. Pick someone else. I'm not going. Everyone still talks about when you found out that, was it Wilfred? Yeah. When you found out, you and him have, cl- have become really close. And I've yeah, met, really. he, and, he and I did um, Mindful Sessions Night in um, in Milton Keynes, which was like a big show we did. And it was brilliant. And we got on, he, he and I got on immediately. He's such a lovely yeah. lad. Straight away, we yeah, just bonded. Good, yeah, so I totally see how you do the same how you be in that situation and you just you just gravitate towards each other but again nobody nobody expected to win when you're just taking it day by day you kind of think i just want to get to episode three i've made it mm. to episode three i'll be happy and you're like oh now i've done episode three i want to get to episode nine now i want to do it and then when it comes when eventually they were like there's no more murders you could win this and i was like you know i could I can definitely tell Meryl what to do. <laughs> she would just do it. <laughs> Aaron, I was pretty sure, trusted me and I pretty much trusted him. But I did think, to be honest, like people have mentioned Wilf and it absolutely could be him. Am I willing to take that risk or should I just get rid of him to yeah. just make sure? Because I, like 30 grand was what I needed to make the jump. Yeah. I'd worked it out before. I was like, this is what I need. I want to get a car. I want to do this. I want to pay the rest of the bills in the house that I was living in in London. And then I want to cancel that contract and move back home and kind of live life on the M6. And to do all that <laughs> without a job, I needed 30 grand. Right. And I was about to win 30 grand. Yeah, perfect. But I had to get rid of him. There's no... There's, I, I, if he's a faithful, then, like, whatever. But, like, I've got to get rid of him. There's no... There was no two yeah. ways about it. I had to do it. <laughs> but it worked out perfectly. Like, I remember you, like you said, we've known each other a while. And I remember you saying, I remember you telling me about it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. And then I didn't, I don't really, I don't know much about telly. So I didn't know whether it was going to be, I didn't even, like, we didn't even know what it was when you were talking about it. I was like, oh, I've been asked to do this thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, give it a bash. See how you go. And then it's become, everyone's talking about it. Comic Relief yeah. have now done a, they've now done a thing with Dawn French. Yeah, I just saw that the other day. Which that I didn't really funny. get invited to do. By the way. <laughs> That's bullshit, mate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but like no, you I said can't before, complain. no, Say you've it, it's, it, you've done all right out of it. It's been great, yeah. and you have yeah. made the leap, and now you're now you're full time, full time, full time, up and down that M6 yeah. on a ginster's pasty, living the absolute <laughs> dream. You haven't, but you, you've not become a, you're not a true comedian until you've eaten a pot noodle in a travel lodge at 2 a.m. Yeah. with a teaspoon. Um, with, no a water. with no water. You've not had a, you've got to have a ginster's pie, ginster's pasty yeah. at some oh, weird yeah. time of the night. Or yeah. uh, you've got, to, you've got to have changed at crew at some point. Oh, yeah. That's when yeah. you know you're a comic. Yeah. Well, luckily I drive, <laughs> so it's not that bad. I don't have to do the fucking trains. You will do. You watch. There'll be a time. There'll be one time. And the day you no, change it crew. MOT, I'm fine. I'm living the best life. <laughs> the day you change it crew is the day you'll go, I've, I've done it. That's oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it I've done it. <laughs> but is it what? So, like you were saying before about, like, you know who you are. And I've always, and that's what has always been, I've always admired that about you. You kind of, you have that confidence about you. The, you know, obviously you have your ups and downs, like everybody, but you don't... Yeah. You always seem to be more up than down, and I've always... Is that is that just how you are? You've always been the same? I think... Oh, shit. I just unplugged me. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> ah, what an obvious chaos. Um, do you know what? I, I think now more than ever, because I... I don't know. Yeah, maybe I have... I, I just now, especially, because I am, you know, not to get too cheesy too quickly, but mm. I am so very lucky and grateful to wake up every day and choose what I do and choose how I make my money and choose. I made it sound like I've got an OnlyFans. I don't do that, but I will. <laughs> There's an audience for it. So slide into my DMs and then I'll start. 
Um, save that for the end. Save that for the end of your career. Like it's either cruise ships, only fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think I, I, I feel very lucky. I also feel very lucky because I was very close to not having that, mm. and I could have just stayed at the job that I was doing, very unfulfilled, and thinking that there was more and that I wanted more, but I just didn't have the courage to go for it. So I am, I'm very grateful and I'm very lucky that I get to do that. And I think that just stays with me now that it could mm. always be worse. I could be in an office block in Ilford. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> you know, I get to do anything I want, but I, I think it just, I think you just have to teach yourself to be that way. I don't, I mean, I'm very lucky to have not dealt with any mental health problems myself. Mm. And, you know, chemically, I don't have any mental health problems. Um, no. But, you know, I've, I know a lot of people who do, and I completely understand the battle that people go through. Um, but I, I just think that it's not that deep, is it? Like, we're not here for that long. Jen, I know we say it all the fucking time, but it's it's not that deep. No one's going to give a shit in 50 years about That's whatever's true. happening today or whatever's happening now. I just want to make sure that, you know, I find a little bit of happiness in every day and I'm very, very grateful for everything I have. I mean, like, my family are just amazing. They're absolutely incredible. I stay, most of the time, I, um, I, I'm i in Stoke. Well, not most of the time, half the time I'm in Stoke, okay. and half the time I'm in London. And um, I live, I stay with my mum and dad, who've, you know, got an amazing yep. house that I go and stay in. And, you know, they're like, stay forever, do whatever you want. And I love that. And my sister... Brilliant. Has gone and had kids, which I didn't never really wanted. So I no. get my maternal kind of whatever desires there are. I you know I get to I get to have that with my nephew. They've they've kind of like walked so I could run really. <laughs> I could yeah. just turn up with a cool arm and be like, "I am eight," and then like go like get him all hyped up and excited, and then I leave, and she has to get him to bed. Well, you have to. You uh, could be the. You're the. Yeah, you're the cool auntie. You just turn up. Exactly. Do all the cool. Yeah. Do all the cool bits. And then exactly. And like seeing him whenever I'm on TV to see him like watch me and go, Hannah is like, it's amazing. <laughs> but they kind of, I I I don't have any responsibilities. I don't. I only have to look after myself. And even then, there are people there behind me. My boyfriend's amazing. I come and stay yeah. with him when I'm in London. Don't pay any rent, which is really helpful. Amazing. <laughs> No, all joking aside, he he's a very he's very supportive, and I've just I've I've made sure that I've surrounded myself with people that give me something and that I want to give back to them, because otherwise I think I would have more I would be down a lot more and I would you know because people are toxic people take things from you that they shouldn't take oh god yeah 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 yeah. and you should break up with people break up with friends make that normal. Be like, no, go fuck yourself. I've got no interest. Send them a text and be like, look, it's been great and I wish you all the best, but I don't want you in my life anymore and make that I a more normal thing. I think that does come, I don't know, I mean, it definitely comes with age. You get to a point, you're like, I don't really need to see yeah. that person. Every time I see them, they just fuck me off. And yeah. you just kind of go, yeah, you just sort of see them less and less until they're like exactly. over there, you know. But now there's yeah. a time where we where we can be contacted anywhere, anytime. Mm. And you know, somebody could be like, Oh, we should go for coffee. And you're like, No, I'd rather fist myself. <laughs> and go for a coffee with you. But that is how that is how it like and you how how awful is it that I haven't even asked for you to text me, but now I'm obliged to fucking message you. And if I don't message you, I'm a cunt. <laughs> really, really gets me. <laughs> but I do I just send it to yeah. you, and I'm like, do you, you know do what? It. Honestly, all the best, but this is not for me anymore. <clears throat> yeah. And whether I that's up... in London, I've got a group in London. I've got a group of friends up north. Mm. I've got, you know, I've got I've, everywhere. I've got like they're my the planets in my solar system, and they give me everything that I need to go and have an yeah. amazing life. But it's, it, I know what you mean. I, it, there's now people that I that are just, they're just your mates. And it doesn't matter when you speak to them. They're just yeah. like, hello, mate. Yeah, yeah. They're just, there's no kind of, because there's a couple of people I had around that were just like, they were so like, but I haven't heard from you. I haven't heard from you. I'm like, mate, you know what I do? I'm not around. Mm. I'm never going to be around. And if I am, 
then fine. But I can't do, you know, you keep inviting me out on a Saturday night. How long have you yeah. known me? 20 years yeah. I've been doing this. So, yeah, and they've kind of just, I've had to just sort of like, go, I haven't got the energy. Because it's always like, I haven't heard from you. I haven't heard from you. I'm like, I haven't heard from you. <laughs> you haven't met yeah, me. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I've set up a WhatsApp group with my friends in London that I want to see, of which there are about three. Uh, <laughs> and now they're like they're listening i'm not in this whatsapp group <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Ooh, i was like you know how i feel about you no, <laughs> this is the only reason i've agreed to do this podcast so that yeah. i can just break up with all my mates like. breaking up with everybody <laughs> yeah exactly but i set up a whatsapp group and i was like you know what i'll message you i'll just message in the group when i'm in town and if yeah. i am and you're around we'll go for a drink because it is very spontaneous and if a job comes up i'll take it and you know various other things um. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. But yeah, I think it's mainly it's probably I'm probably not a very good guest to have on this podcast because I am. Um, I, I don't I don't battle with anything really, but I'm also not going to pretend that I do to, no. you know, make comedy out of it because I, I genuinely don't. I I know it, this is hard for a lot of people, but for me personally, it is mind over matter. So I yeah. can coach myself out of a bad situation or if I'm feeling a bit shit about something, I can, I know exactly what to say to myself and how to deal with it to be able to to get out of that. And remember that mm. it's not. All, I mean, Adam, my boyfriend, has um, he 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 can some he can get really wound up and not know how to get out of it, and they have to be like, "What the fuck is wrong?" Like, mm. all it all it is is you're a bit late for something, or something's cropped up that you don't know. Why are you getting stressed out about it? Yeah, like, oh, like why? And I'm like, just chill the fuck out. You're gonna give yourself a fucking arse attack. <laughs> but just calm I, down. I think there is an what I like. I'm the, I've got, even when things get really shit and I had, so last week I was having a bit of a time of it. There's a few things happened and I was a bit like, it was a bit of a kick in the nuts. And then I sort of spoke about it briefly. And then I was like, well, there's no point in just getting annoyed. There's no point in getting upset. What can you do? So I started emailing some people and I got in touch with some people. And then suddenly this week it's all changed. And I was like, so there yeah. is, I think you have to have, there's something in you that makes you keep pushing on. Where you oh, go. Yeah. I, I mean, also things yeah. change on a dime. They yeah. change so quickly. I mean, my problems now, if you'd have told me 18 months ago that these are the problems I'd be having, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> well, that means I'm smashing it then. Whereas now I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Why haven't I been asked to do BBC Unclothed with Ed Campbell? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, here yeah. we go. That's how it starts. <laughs> and then you're like, don't be a dickhead. Come on, don't be a dickhead. Message him. I bet he'd say he'd love to have you on. No, I'm not. No, listen, I'm too cool for that. Ed oh, knows yeah, where yeah. I am. Ed knows where <laughs> No, I don't mind. I know it's not Ed's decision, but whatever. I'm in the slightly better about it. Um, if somebody had told me that this was my problem, or this is what <laughs> would be missing at me, I'd be like, yes! Let's go! <laughs> but you do have a uh, great... No, you've got just, a, yeah. 
And you start having different problems. What I've realized is that you're never going to be happy unless you, you're never going to be happy naturally. You have to make sure that you make yourself happy because no matter how much money you make, no matter how far you get in the job you want, there will always be things to moan or complain about. Always. And I've caught myself doing it. And then I have to look at myself and go, why are you being a knob? I know. When you've got so many things going for you, shut up and calm down. (laughs) And this that's... is what happened to me. This is what happened to me last week, where I was. There was a couple of things, and then I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, it's all shit." What's the point? No one cares. I'm old. Blah 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 blah. And then I started looking in my diary, and it's just green, 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 green. Everything's just yeah. full. And you go, "What are you fucking crying for? You're busy. Stop moaning." Yeah, but I'm not you doing that. You could be working yet. in an office block in Ilford. Oh God, I remember the office block in Ilford. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no respect, I, no disrespect yeah, to anyone in Ilford. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but it was just, it was that, it was the whole monotony of, it, it, for some people, the idea of going to work every day from nine to five, having weekends off, having holidays, that's the, that's a great life. That's what people want because it's, you know, it's, it's stable. That is, that was my idea of hell, looking back on it. I don't know how I did it. In fact, most days I think I did call in sick, but... <laughs> I, was, I wasn't having it. I was so like, "This is just shit. This is awful." Well, um, I think it, I think there was because you you know it was a good social life, and I think you needed that. You were just like, "I'm just gonna fucking going out because it's just I can't." Because some people they do their job, and then they go home, watch a bit of telly, go to bed, job yeah. telly, go to bed, and that's fine if that's what you're into. But again, same as you, that drives that would I couldn't handle that. I've, I've always had yeah. an issue with that. So it's always yeah, been, me, been, it's, it's you know, just, I think yeah. at the time I just wanted needed to go out as well and go into, I was like, there's more to life than this. So then yeah. what would happen is I'd just go out and get pissed. <laughs> and I'm not an alcoholic, yeah. but I think I could have got down that route. Do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I've got I to think, find some yeah. happiness, some fun. And like now, genuinely, like everyday life is pretty fun. It's brilliant. I'm really, I'm really pleased. Really pleased. Yeah. But you've got a really great family, like, no, you know, seeing, you've got, like, they all seem really positive as well. Yeah, Which they is are. nice. Yeah, like, I mean, your dad's always gone, taking the piss. And... Well, they could have said, when I turned up and went, I'm going to go full-time comedy, they could have been like, what the fuck mm. do you think you're doing? That's not going to be... And I think my dad was a bit worried about it. I think he was a little bit like, well... You know, I think he just didn't want me getting hurt when I got rejected, but he doesn't understand that I'm fine with rejection. <laughs> I'm mm. abs- I am fine with it. I don't, I don't mind it. I don't see it as a bad thing. I'm always getting rejected for things, but then I remind, and for a second I'm like, oh, why the fuck didn't I get, I mean, like someone put me forward for something recently that I don't think I've got. And it, for a moment I was like, ah, oh. and then I was like, no, why? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> so, there's so many amazing things going on you know things like money worries i mean i'm not i'm not loaded by any stretch of the imagination but i don't have worry issues i don't have money issues no there are plenty of people out there that just can't afford to fucking live they can't yeah. they have to worry about i heard on the radio somebody saying the other day like oh if you've got enough money to go and batch cook then go and i was like fuck people don't even have enough money to go out and buy food no, and no. I'm sat here belly aching about a job I didn't get because I'm. <laughs> egotistical. It is. I know good. everyone says it's all about perspective, but it really, it really is. Sometimes you just have to be happy for the basic things, don't you? You do, and that's the thing. You have to remind yourself about that a lot, and that, it's that. It's like you said. It's that physically saying out loud, "Fuck you, pull your head in. Look what you have got. Look what you're doing. Yeah. You on You know, like the other day, I got a takeaway." And there's some people that can't even afford milk. And you're like, you're doing all I right. Know, exactly, you, afford that, yeah. you know, yeah, so, absolutely. you know, I, I mean, producer Paul gets it in the ear hole for me all the time. I'm always moaning about something. Like coming, in, oh, the fucking this and that and the money. He's like, do you want a beer? I'm like, yes. And then we're fine. I would love a beer now. Yeah, I was just thinking, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Oh, I'd love a beer. It's nice and sunny as well. I was like, Because <laughs> we've got that studio that's in, it's in Tumbridge Wells. And right as you come out the front door, directly opposite is the pub. It's like not even... Oh, why aren't we yards. doing this there? Because we're all busy, aren't we? We're all busy. We'll yes, have to do a special yeah. one. 
They're a special Same. one. Um, but you have got a decent family and you've got your... Is your dog still around? No, Wilf oh. dies. But what was really funny is I'd just done a gig, a festival gig, and I was driving back and my dad called and said, yeah, Wilf's died. And then um, I called Adam and I was like, Wilf's died. And he was like, what? How has that happened? No. And I was like, look, I'm caught up about it as well. But do you want to call... And he thought I meant Wilf from The Traitors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, he did die really sadly, but I think, you know, it's time. And then, but that again, means, things yeah, like that, I yeah. don't really let get to me anymore. It's like, oh, there's an old dog. People die. That's it. Dogs die. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to get too late. Yeah, no, you're too far the other way. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, not <laughs> Just do it quietly, whatever it is. But what I like is you are easy to talk to about these things. Like, even though you're like, look, just fucking pull yourself together. You are not, you're not, you don't sort of poo-poo it when people do talk to you. You kind of No, like, definitely you, not. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you know, people around me have, do. I mean, my family members deal with genu- gen- genuinely chemical imbalances of the brain where mm. it's not as simple as solving a problem. And, no. you know, that has to be a, that has to be a thing. I'm just very lucky to not have it. I'm incredibly lucky to not have it. Um, but people around me definitely do. Um, but I just, I, I think what helps is to kind of say, it's not that bad, think it through. You know what I mean? For that mm. momentary relief, try and find, just try if you can. I don't know if you can, I can't. I Like I say, I don't have it. So there's no way that I can begin to put myself into the shoes of other people who do. But when I talk to people about it, I do try and just feel like just everyone's healthy. Everyone's, your family's healthy, your family's happy, everybody's in a good place, you know? Yeah. And that's all we can do. And it's not that deep. It's never that deep. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It is, it's always, it, money is the biggest issue at the minute, I think, for people. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, when you see, you know, like the fact that we've got food banks and every time you go to the supermarket, there's a big box, there's a big basket and it says, oh, yeah. you know, put your donations in here and it's chocker. And, yeah. you know, that, and there are people I know that, you know, they can't even put the heating on. And you're like, fuck, that's I know. that's terrifying. So some, so I get it's, it. It's a real problem. Yeah, it's a real problem. So I think just taking stock of of that and being like, we're not in that situation, and you know, we've got comfortable lives is mm. incredibly important. But I think other people have a lot of responsibilities. Like I say, people have got kids they have to feed. People have got. I mean, you've got like what ten kids? You've got <laughs> <laughs> that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> people have got like real responsibilities I just fanny around doing whatever I want to do yeah and I never want that to change <laughs> I don't think um, I'm, I, I genuinely don't think and I hope I won't be having kids but it's like people have to now make a decision about whether if they want kids like, well can we afford them and that's not right that's not how it should be no, but, no not at all that is the way that it is, unfortunately. There is there is an added, it's not pressure, there is a different, I think it's, whereas my other lads have grown up now, and now I'm doing it again, you're kind of like, oh, right, okay, this is, all right, this is, this has to work. What I'm doing has to work. Yeah. So it's given me a new sort of kick up the arse. It's like I'm now, all the sort of projects that I'd had in, the, that I'd kind of like, you know, like, oh, I'll get back to that, get back to that. Now I'm like, oh, I've got to fucking do that now. Got to do that now. It's like, you know, like the, yeah. this podcast, the amount of time, again, we've produced a point, I've gone, oh, is anyone listening to this? Is it, what's happening? He's like, mate, he goes, you're smashing it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, okay. All right. But now podcast it's like, is a full-time job. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then we've got another full-time yeah. job, which is comedy. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is all part of it now. When you're a comedian, yeah. when I started back in the 40s, you know, all you had to do was just get to the gigs. <laughs> yeah. Call in. Get the, get the paper and call in and see what gigs are available. <laughs> Listening to the radio to the wireless. To find it. <laughs> <laughs> Sending a messenger in ahead. I'm on my way. I'll be there in two days. I'll be ready. <gasps> I'm just on my horse. <laughs> you had a horse? One okay, is available no. for the 10 spot. We would have been... We would have been jesters back in the day. Do you think? 
How long do you think you've Well, I say that now. You know, people in our industry get very cocky very fast. Yes. And um, and it's so funny because I'm like, you're a clown. Yeah, it's that's not it. necess- It's not really a cool job to have. Really. <laughs> Especially like, now, people think we're cunts. No, my nan is, my dead nan is very proud that I'm on stage telling dick jokes to strangers <laughs> for money. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't exactly take away from the fact that it makes me happy and I enjoy doing it. It doesn't, but that it really makes me laugh when, you know, you see people talking about the nuances of true crossing and yeah. Oh, just make a fucking laugh and go to bed. <laughs> I think I'm a bit, I think I'm like an old grumpy comedian. I've been doing it for three and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think Bernard Manning's come back and he's in you. Just, uh, <laughs> just make <laughs> him laugh, make him laugh. Oh, God. Yeah, Do your jokes true. and fuck off. Do your but jokes and fuck off. it is funny how it turns. It's, it just makes me laugh how people are so serious about comedy. Some people do take it a bit too seriously. And you have to say yeah, to definitely. them, fucking chill. But then those people... I think they get it confused. They think you have to be that way to, to get anywhere or be, you know, that's part of your ambition. You know, like you, you can, like you said it, you said it perfectly when we had a back and forth and you were talking about, I made a joke about like not you, not climbing up your own ass or getting, to get ahead of yourself. And you went, that never happened. Yeah. And, uh, and I can't remember what, I just had it in my head. It's gone now, what you said, but it was just, uh, Dr. Just like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, what am I doing? The amount of times <laughs> this happens to me. Oh, shit, this <laughs> Yeah, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, um, and you were you were saying we were talking about that, and you were going, look, that won't that won't ever happen because it's just it's you know it's not part of who you are. Well, I think it's also because it happened. I started quite late in life, so. Mm. I know exactly what it's like to have a shit job and I know exactly what it's like to have things be shit. Um, and I just won't ever take it for granted. So I think that helps. You know, people that have been doing comedy for longer than they've been alive, it's very hard to have perspective. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, well, I'm glad really. that it happened later for me. I don't... I mean, I'm, I, can hold, I can hold my own in any situation now. I'm not... Um, mm. I know exactly who I am. Even despite people, you know, any rejections that happen, it doesn't change my self-confidence and the belief that I have in myself. It doesn't change that. Uh, and it just makes it easier to do this job, having a bit yeah. of, you know, nowhere near as much experience as you've got in life, but <laughs> I'll stop now with the age. No, but I was the same. I got into it late. And then, and I th- I'm glad, again, oh, I'm yes, glad I did. did. Yeah, I was 32. So I'm glad yeah. because then... Yeah, because you've done a you you want like you exactly what you've just said is that I know what it's like to have to go to some fucking leaky factory at four o'clock in the morning and put stuff in boxes and pack bananas yeah. and do whatever else I was doing, and it makes you more appreciative of now. So when I have those moments like I did last week where I was like, "All is lost. This is all fucked," to then go, "No, it's not. You're yeah. just having a moment. You're all fine." I also used to work with people. I also used to um, do care assessments. So I'd help people. Um, I would mm. sort, I would kind of uh, set up a situation for someone to, to pass away in their home on their own terms. So I yeah. was around death quite a lot. And I was always, I was faced with it on a day to day basis. And I've always been, I think since then, I used to work for the Chelsea Pensioners as well. And I used to do the same thing there. I think I always kind of have been aware of my own mortality. And as mm. more, even though it sounds incredibly morbid, it's just made me a bit happier to be here and be alive and be, you know, healthy for now. And kind yeah. of make every, like really make it count. It sounds so cheesy and everybody says it, but it is so true that we aren't here for that long. I mean, you've got about four months left. <laughs> That's true. That it's true. Genuinely, I, yeah. it flies by. It flies by. The fact that I, the traitors like I filmed the traitors eighteen months ago is outrageous. I can remember every smell, every every thought. I can remember everything, and it's it's flown. I'm two years yeah. old, and I was when I did that. It's just 
It just goes by so quickly. Oh, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to be 52 next week. 52. How I'm am I? 50, yeah. How am I? 52. I was I 32 yesterday, and now yeah. I'm 50. And it's just oh god. So is that all of a sudden? I think that helped. That helps as well. It's like you haven't got time, mate, to be feeling sorry for yourself. You need to no. get this shit done. Get it off the it ground, was my, mate. I, it, was, it was my birthday a couple of weeks ago, and I had um, I decided that I wanted to just go and have a bit of day drinking uh, mm. at the, uh, a really nice restaurant that I really like in the countryside, just with amazing people around me. And then we ended the night turning an Indian restaurant into our own little nightclub because there was nowhere else open, and it was a Wednesday. But it was working. <laughs> it sounds shit. Um, and then my mate got off with someone who had half an ear. It was very bizarre behaviour. Half? Half an ear. Which literally you could see the teeth marks in it. Was that's, that's Staffordshire for you, baby. My God. And I was just like, I'm 34, this is mad. And I've never enjoyed birth. Well, not enjoyed them, but I've never really bothered with them. I'm not arsed. No, same. Well, this year I was like, no, I'm fucking, I'm fucking happy. Like, mm. life is going better than I ever imagined. And I want to celebrate that. And it was, I really, met, I really milked it, to be honest. I had a birthday week. <laughs> I've never been one to have a birthday week, but I had a birthday week. I went out for lunch every day to nice restaurants. Went and did like, but only because people took me there. I didn't pay for it myself, can't afford. But I'd go and have, you know, really nice experiences. And again, I'm not, I'm not a millionaire. I'm not like, I'm not loaded, but... I just felt so grateful to be able to go and do it. And you should treat yourself. You should fuck. I mean, my mum is the worst person. She won't take, she won't do anything for herself. She literally once, I saw her plucking her eyebrows with her own fingertips. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> go and get them done, you mad bitch. <laughs> so I don't like, she's like, I don't like spending money on myself. And I was like, this is depressing. <laughs> that's, I was like, I just go and like, Jesus. <coughs> just go and like spend a bit of time on yourself yeah 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 you can do that you're allowed <laughs> and like we that. save things till like for best <laughs> and like save a bottle of champagne for best and the time never comes and it ends up getting chucked away or what like we don't treat ourselves enough you should treat yourself more even if yeah. that's you know a fucking bath with some i don't know with a with a candle or something, whatever it is, just take. I mean, I say that I'm sneering at it, but that is one of my favourite activities. I was going to say just, you're making it sound like you don't do that. No, I love, I love a bath in out like I'm being sponsors. Back in <laughs> hot water in. Ah, oh, it's amazing. Anyway, that's really taking a turn. But I think that's a really good way of keeping your mental health. Self care, innit? That's the that's the what the kids are calling it nowadays. Bit yeah, of yeah, yeah. Do something nice for yourself. Yeah, exactly. You deserve it. You do. You absolutely do. That's that. Some there are people that do feel guilty that oh I don't. I'm like no, have a day. Go and do. Or, do or just that. Want. Go to the pub, get pissed. You know, it's not. Oh, the worst I, I, I mean, I'm I'm probably quite selfish, but not selfish in a bad way. I'm just very. I just want to be really happy, <laughs> and mm. I'll do that <laughs> regardless of what it takes. But you would but have seen. I will that, take yeah. Oh, I'll spend hours in the bath with a hair mask on. I mean, not that you can fucking tell now, but I'll just go and I, like, just, I'll treat myself every day. No <laughs> well, you've earned it now. You've earned it. I, I feel um, like I have you know, done Yeah. And like you say, you know, what you've seen before from your old job, that it's, it, it, does, it does make you more, like you say, it makes you more aware of like, I need to get on with stuff now. And especially, I, I feel that way having work with old people in old, in, in old people's homes and things like that. And you go, fuck that. I don't want to be that. I don't end up being that. So I work really hard not to become infirm. <laughs> I'm always yeah. up and about and moving. You know, it terrifies me because I'm, I'm nearer that than I was the thing before. I was talking to my mate, Tom, and me and him, when we, when we sign off for messages, and like, we always say, oh, boat drinks. And it's from a film. It's called uh, Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. And it's a gang of gang of guys that go on like they do like heists. I you know, remember like. you telling me this actually. Yeah. yeah. So we say we all like I said to you before we always sign off boat drinks, boat drinks. It's like a little thing, right? Because that's what they used to say, and it meant 
that when they finally retired, they were going to they were all going to buy this massive yacht, and they were going to just live on this yacht and have fun, have drinks, have boat drinks, and you know celebrate their their lives. And I said it to Tommy the other day, and I went, "Do you know we're nearly at that age?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, oh fuck, well, you should be retiring." Yeah, like he's 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 a couple of months older than me, but so he's yeah. So it's just suddenly we're like eight years till you're sixty. 18 years till you're 70. Oh my God, 28 years until you're 80. <laughs> Fucking, yeah. I ain't got time to fuck about. I ain't got time for this. Gonna have to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my tampon's been in for ages. I'm gonna have to leave as well. I'm gonna die to it's, you, No one's got time for anything. But also, when I go back to Stoke, it's, it's, I think it's finding that balance between go out, get what you want, do what you want, make sure that you're utilizing your time. But also, I'll go back to Stoke and have two days in my pajamas, doing a bit of Ryan, doing a bit of podcast admin, but then I will. I'll just spend the day with my nephew and be in that moment with him and not have my phone. I mean, he's usually got my phone by that point, but you know, not have not be bothered by that. Look, watch him. I mean, kids growing up is one of the most. Mm. That's that's when you see that time's going really fast. Yeah, like he was just yeah. a cute little baby, and now he's a little shit running around doing <laughs> naughty things. Well, my little one, I mean, he's only, yeah, <laughs> my little one is only, you know, you can say all that. Say again. My little, I said my little one's only, he's only, what is he? So he's nearly two months. He's he's just under two months. And he's already changed already. He's already, yeah. he's already massive. He's already shitting yeah. and doing all the things. And you're like, this is going to, this won't take long at all. Oh my God. No, it doesn't, no. And that's oh, when, yeah. but I think you just have to make sure that you, you're hustling at the right times, but then you're also mm. taking time to fester in your pyjamas with the one Jimmy. <laughs> it's always, a, there should always be a time to fester in your pyjamas. Always be a time to fester. I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> DM. <laughs> so you're also, you, so you've got your ghost hunts pod as well. Yes. Where's that come from? Because that's, what... Ghost hunts, explain that. Me and Susie Priest, uh, after I filmed The Traitors, before it came out, and I was gigging, uh, and Susie was gigging, but I knew there had to be something, I knew that I knew that we had to do something else, because you just can't really retire on stand-up comedy, can you? No, not at so really. <laughs> so I was like, there has to be something else, so we got a bit pissed at Heidi's and Ballum. And which is like a real basic bitch. I think it's gone now, actually. Like a real basic bitch place to go and branch with the gas. Oh, right. Yeah. Very nice. And I love a bottomless brunch more than anybody. I love I a bottomless remember. brunch. I remember. I remember you. You're the queen of them. I am. It's the best thing. And I was always, I was always like, you know what? I'm a basic bitch, but whatever. I'll own it. Um, and we got pissed and we talked about our love of all things spooky and scary and ghosty and we were like shall we should we do a podcast should we do a little podcast about ghosts and then um, i wanted to call it prosecchi with the desi <laughs> and we knew someone who was a producer at spotify and they said yeah you can you can call it that if you don't want anyone to listen to it and i was like oh, yeah uh that that was a quick yeah rich <laughs> yeah. A terrible name right <laughs> I was obsessed with it. I thought it was really, it really made me laugh. It really made myself laugh. Terrible. And uh, we just kind of said, should we just call it ghost huns? Because we're like huns, hun culture, all that kind of thing. And I did, I know, it's, I know it sounds weird to say this, but I seriously did um, want to kind of say to all the people that are interested in the macabre and the, you know, the kind of mm. spookiness that it's not for, you don't have to be like a, a weirdo. If you are a weirdo, no. that's fine as well. But you can be, you can be a girl's girly girl and like ghosts as well. Yeah. So we decided to go down ghost hunts. Uh, everything's pink, even though I fucking hate pink. <laughs> everything's pink, and we just wanted it to be. I mean, basically, the premise is we tell ghost stories and then we try and contact the dead, right? In various different ways. Um, <laughs> we go on ghost hunts every month. I mean, this is my job. It's so weird that this is you what go we get paid and do, to Yeah. And yeah, we started that just over a year ago. And then tomorrow we've got a billboard in Leicester Square. 
What? Yeah. Fucking hell. So doing all right? Just... Well, I very cleverly released it on the same day that Traitors came out. <laughs> ah, well done. <laughs> no, it wasn't very clever. It was, it's just because people love ghosts. Mm. You know? Yeah, oh God, yeah. And yeah. most of the time, it takes us 25 minutes to get to talking about ghosts because we're just <laughs> talking shit. <laughs> but it's, no, we're very, very proud of it. And it's, we're going on tour uh, at the beginning of February. Excellent. I'm so pleased. That's fucking great. Really good. Thank really you. good. I know. It's really, it's really fun. It's really yeah. good. But it is because, I mean, you know, people come to the podcast because they like ghosts and hopefully they stay because they like us. But I'm not, you know, we needed to have a theme to bring people to the past. Oh, definitely. Because we certainly yeah, yeah. weren't narcissistic enough to think that people are going to want to listen to us bang on for an hour about shy. <laughs> um, You'd be surprised yeah, how many people to, think that. haunted houses everywhere. It's mass. Because there's all the famous ones. I remember being in, we years ago, we drove to a place called Pluckley, which is near Maidstone in Kent. And that's supposed to be really haunted. Like there's a headless horseman. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the graveyard's haunted and the thing's haunted. And we, we obviously went there in the middle of the night pissed and we didn't see anything. But apparently, yeah, Pluckley is the most haunted place. Did you take a Ouija board with you? No. That Why? makes me laugh. People buy, was it um, a Ouija board that's made by Hasbro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, well, we, we used one that was made out of, um, the, the, the scratchings were made of chicken blood. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that makes, that makes more sense. Yeah. That was at Chillingham Castle. But we did do one that we bought off Amazon, and I did successfully, I'll have you know, manage to contact Keith Chegwin. <laughs> and at the time, I didn't even know Keith Chegwin was dead. How do you know it was him? Because he spelled out his name. Yeah, but... Oh, he said Cheggers instead of Chegwin, so you knew it was Cheggers. him. So obviously a very well-known nickname of Keith Chagwin's, Chaggers. So no one else could have said that from beyond. Mind you, if they're doing it from beyond, you've still contacted someone. We're still contacting someone, yeah, it might not be. I'm also a very funny person, might I add. Yes, very, yeah, who went, oh, I'm, I'm Keith Chegwin. We also went to Highgate Cemetery. Um, oh, I love I just it in love the graveyards. Yeah, I love graveyards. I find yeah. them so peaceful. And then um, we decided we were going to go film around Highgate Cemetery. And we found Jeremy Beadle's grave. And again, I didn't even know he was dead. So we were all grieving that day. <laughs> and then we contact, we successfully contacted Jeremy Beadle via... Oh, did you? Yeah. And now do you Beadle know? very much was about. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I said, I, I, there's a thing called a pendulum, right? Right. And you have to hold, there's like a little circle, little wooden circle, and it's got yes, yes, no, no, and maybe in the middle. Oh, no, right. maybe on the other side, and the middle's got nothing. And you're supposed to hold the pendulum and contact the spirits and ask them to swing the pendulum one way or the other to answer the questions. And I said, it's Jeremy Beadle here, and it went, yes, all the way around. And I was like, great, that's that. Who was holding the pendulum? Me. <laughs> and, and you said, is Jeremy Beadle there? And the pendulum went, yeah. And you were yeah. holding the pendulum. And I was like, well, that's that. That's, yeah, it's, uh, that's just, that's 100% proof in it. You can't, it you can't argue with that. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Absolutely is. We've had some very funny experiences. I mean, I don't. If you were to ask me to put my life on it, I'd say no, they're not real. But I'd just really mm. like them to be real. I'd love it. To, I'd love it. I do remember being years and years ago when we were at school and we went away to some trip and we sat and did a Ouija board under one of the bunk beds. And I remember hanging onto the glass and then we were talking. And then when the glass started to move, I shit my pants because I genuinely believed that it was. And it was Ollie Ellison was pushing it around. Ah, uh, what a little dickhead, Ollie. It, it wasn't until later on he said it, but at the time we fucking shit ourselves. And I've got, and then we're like, of course it was Ollie Ellison. Ollie was the funniest kid in that I'd ever met at that point. Just fucking hilarious. And of course it was Ollie pushing it. 
Have you ever had a? Have you ever seen a ghost? Do you think? I tell you what happened. Have I never told you this? So this happened. Okay, no, go on. So I'll I just tell you, to shut the fuck up if I have when I get bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard this. It's boring. <laughs> we so so I'm part of a Facebook group called I lived on the Ramsden Estate, right? And when I used to, when I was a kid. And there was one day they were listing, there was a certain road, I lived on Brow Crescent, and there was a certain, there was this one day, everyone was going, oh, I lived on Brow Crescent, I lived at this number, I lived at that number. And then a woman put out, I lived at 46. And I went, oh, that's where I used to live at 46. I said, we moved out in 1979. And she went, yeah, that's when we moved in. And she went, there was, um, there was Jungle Book wallpaper on the wall in the front bedroom. I went, yeah, that was mine. That was my wallpaper. Um, she said, oh, yeah, that was my that was my um, mum and dad's room. But they had to move out of it because of the man that stands in the corner of the room when you go to bed. And oh. that's what used to happen when I was in there. There used to be a dude that would stand in the corner by the cupboard and he'd just stare at you. And I'd never told anyone that. My mum and dad knew about it, but we'd never told anyone. Did you anyone. have anything that looks like a man? Like No. Uh, there like was a just a cut. No, there was nothing like that. A cardboard cutout of Darth Vader. There was none yeah. of that. There was nothing in that corner because it was a cupboard. There was a door. So this fella used to stand there. He used to stare at me. And then she said, yeah, that was the fella. And I was like, oh, my God. And then she said, get on this. When we excavated the back garden, we were cleaning it to do a patio, do whatever. They said they found a gravestone in the back garden. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. So I'm like, no wonder he's still hanging around. They buried him in the garden like a fucking pet. <laughs> Just stuck oh, him well, in a shoebox. Go, go and live your death life somewhere else. <laughs> so that's fucking, that happened. In a fucking house in Ram... Where, oh, my God, no. Orpington, in Orpington, yeah. Anywhere. But that was it. So, like, well, then, do, you, do you believe in ghosts, then? I don't, but then when that happened, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe there is something. So I don't know. How would she have known about the fella? I know, I I've had a couple of experiences that I can't explain away. Yeah. But I still don't believe in it. But these experiences, I can't explain them. And I know they no. haven't. So I so can't. Yeah. And even recently, I had, there was, the first thing that happened was, was when I was 15 and I was in my bedroom and I was putting on my makeup because I was going to go down the fields and get fingered by my high school boyfriend. <laughs> I was getting ready in my mirror <laughs> and I was doing my makeup. And my mirror was, you could see the, you could see the, my, my door through the mirror. Uh, my door was open and the bathroom was next door. So I was, doing, I was putting my makeup on, getting ready to go out. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon after school. So it was, wasn't even dark. Wasn't like a spooky time. And my dad walked past my door to go into the bathroom because he'd always, he, he's a, he's a, he's a builder. So he, every day when he'd come home, he'd go into the bathroom and have a shower. Mm. I saw him walk past the door, heard the door close, heard the water walk run. Uh, and I shouted him and was like, Dad, can you give me a lift down to wherever I was going? Uh, and he didn't answer me. So I waited a few more minutes. I was watching the door to, I could see, see the door out of my peripheral vision, waiting for him to come out so I could ask him. Never came out. So I walked outside, doors wide open, went in the bathroom, no one's there, showers dry, no taps are on. And I went down to mum and I was like, where's dad gone? And she was like, oh, he's just called. He'll be home in about an hour. What? I was like, who the fuck was that then? Because I wasn't <laughs> even in a moment where I could. It wasn't even like my mind could have been playing tricks on me because I wasn't scared. It was just you just, you know yeah, I mean? just you thought that was I, your dad. Yeah. I was just like, there's my dad. Because I just saw a bloke walk past and go into the bathroom, which is what I've seen oh. him do a million times. But I, then I saw him come in the driveway and he was like, no, I haven't been here. I made him search up and down the house. I was like, someone's in the fucking house. There was no one there. And then there's another time when I've stepped. When I, my mum, my mum was lying, actually. She said that she felt something. Because when I was sat at the kitchen table, Freddie was across, my nephew was across the other side of the table. Um, and I was playing with him. And I felt someone tap my leg. Like, just as if someone had just tapped my leg with, with a hand. And I said to my mum, I'm just sure just felt someone tap my leg. And she went... I feel that all the time. Turns out she was fucking lying. That's a long story. She was just doing something. <laughs> and then the next day, me and Susie were going to go on a ghost hunt for the podcast. And I got out some sage from the drawer as a laugh. I was like, I'm going to take my sage. I'm going to sage it for a bit of fun. And I turned around and I bumped into someone. Because my house, there's always someone. There's always people in the house. So I was just stood in the kitchen. The kitchen's massive. It's a big extension on the kitchen. 
and I, I bumped into someone. I went, oh, sorry, and there was nobody there. But I felt a body that I'd just My bumped God. into. And Man. then the most recent thing is, me parents were away on holiday. Me and my brother were staying in the big house. We both came downstairs one morning. Salad door under the stairs, wide open, light on. My God. And I was like, is that you? And he was like, no, I'm genuinely scared. Then we heard, <laughs> came into the kitchen. I was like, that is weird. No one ever goes into the cellar. The cellar's locked. No one goes in. So I said, I was like, that is weird. All of a sudden we're here. An old Nokia phone starts going off. So we both ran. He pushed me out the way. <laughs> and we went round to me Nana's, who lives next door, and she had to come round and go and check the salad for him. And what was it? Just It was nothing. my mum's work phone. <laughs> but we've got no idea about but it was weird because they choked because I thought there's someone in there there's someone in the cellar like someone someone's trying robbers yeah fuck but my mum was like no one no one's there and I, I saw the look on my brother's face he's too scared he wouldn't go down in the middle of the night and do that anyway because he'd be too scared himself yeah 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 fuck that I mean that's the thing well, I can't explain any of those things no I've had it a few times where I've heard someone say my name. There's a house that we get put up in. When we do Sheffield, uh, Last Laugh, and Toby puts you up in his house in the village where he lives. And mm. if you, a lot of the time you're on the, in there on your own because all the other acts live north, so they go home. So I'm in there. And I walked in, and they told us the story about the fella that used to own it. He apparently got up one day, and he washed his car, and he mowed his lawn, and he, did all, he went and did his chores, and he went up to the coach road, and he hung himself. Right, and we were like, we were taking the piss. It was me, Phil Ellis, and uh, Milo McCabe when we stayed there one Christmas, and we were winding Milo up, going, "This place is haunted, haunted, it's fucking haunted." And Milo was freaking out. And then we went to the gig that night, and Foxy does a sound at last laugh. Went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," the fella, and he told us the story. And then I said, and then I'm like, "That's bullshit. That's bullshit." And then when I was there on my own a couple of months ago, and I, I walked in and I was putting all the lights on, and this voice just went, "Rich," and I was like, "Fucking what?" What? Oh. Yeah, and then and then the night the next night Toby was giving me a lift into the into town because I, I was I had some running around to do so he drove me in, and I said to him I said this story about the house is it true he went hang on a minute and he rang his wife didn't like just rang her didn't know I was going to call and had her on speakerphone and he went hey babe I'm just ringing up tell us the story about the house and she went oh what about the fella that hung himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's not haunted, that house. I went, fuck off. I said, something's happening. Someone said my yeah, name. Yeah, you can put me in a premiere in next time, <laughs> Yeah, he used to do that, and he was spending 30 grand a year on hotels. So he went, fuck that, and he bought this house. So I'll put everyone in a haunted house. Put us all in a haunted house. Because then if yeah. they scare themselves to death, they're not going to be able to send their invoices. <laughs> exactly. Oh, mate, this has been amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. Where can we find you on the socials? Uh, Hannah Bitchkofsky. Spelt that way on everywhere. Yeah, lovely. And Ghost Thank Huns. Thank you so much. And Ghost Huns is on tour. Did you Ghost say? Huns is on tour from February the 2nd. We're going to Wolverhampton. We're going to Birmingham. We're going to Manchester. We're going to all the glamorous places in the UK. Um, uh, you can find us on socials, TikTok, all those young people things lovely thank you so much for joining us uh this has been insane in the membrane this has been hannah bitchkovsky i've been rich wilson and we will see you next time why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production.